and welcome to another episode of Manifesting Maha, the podcast. How the heck are ya? We made it to a whole month's worth of podcast episodes. Woohoo! I have heaps to talk about in this episode. Uh, we've got a lot to catch up on, so boil that kettle and pour yourself some tea. Uh, let's start off with some sad news, because why, why not? <laughs> I've just opened up my laptop and have found that my F and my J keys on my keyboard are not working. So I decided to take the F key off just to see if it was blocked. And I broke it. And now I have a hole in my keyboard where the F used to be. How annoying. Am I going to let this get to me? Nope, not today. We are in charge of the way in which we react to each situation. And so now I'm going to make an effort not to react in a negative way to this situation. I'm pretty annoyed though, but oh well, crap happens, right? Luckily for me, I've got a spare keyboard that I usually use when I use my laptop because, um, for me, laptop keyboards are far too small for my fat sausage hands, so I'm pretty safe for now. Just can't type F or J on the go, but I mean, who needs those letters anyway, right? So, I've had quite an interesting week this week. Um, leading on from where I left off last week, I had Nick fallen off the McWagon, and in all honesty, I was starting to spiral downwards. In previous episodes, I explained that the law of attraction is cyclical, meaning that more emotion and thoughts that you put into something, the more of that outcome will manifest. And the more that the outcome manifests, the more thoughts and feelings occur. And it goes on and on and it grows and grows until something disrupts it. This is both true for negative and positive things. And in my case, I was spiraling down the negative path. And it all had to do with the fact that unexpectedly, I had to find me another place to live within a short time frame. But before this, I was doing really well. I had, or I was really motivated in my manifestation. And I had my first big manifestation win, getting a new job. I was motivated to work on my health goals and even went to the gym a couple of times. I was motivated to do well in my university work. I was on a positive cycle. But let's be honest here. Let's be really honest here. I would be an absolute liar, liar, pants on fire if I told you that by adopting the law of attraction... That exempts you from hardships. It does not. You will have some tough times, and you will at times become unmotivated. And you may catch yourself thinking, what am I doing? This is all a crock of old shit. I'm feeling terrible right now. But that that's life, sweetie. And for me, I think that by learning the tools and strategies of the law of attraction and when used correctly, will help me navigate through these negative feelings so that I don't simmer in a state of negativity longer than I need to. The teachings of the law of attraction will uh, let us recognize the feelings that we are thinking and will allow us to alter our current state 
or break the cyclical chain of events from happening. The law of attraction is built on faith, and we need to trust the process and that the universe will take care of everything for us. But my goodness, it's really easy for me to say that, um, say this after the fact, but in the moment, bloody hell it's hard. For the first couple of days this week, I was trawling on the internet to find myself a new place to live. I had decided that I wanted to move to Hamilton East, which is the student district of Hamilton, mainly because it's quite easy to get accommodation there and it's closer to work. I started getting pretty desperate. The accommodation that was being advertised was not really my ideal. I wanted to get an accommodation that had a max of three other flatmates, each room self-contained with a kitchenette and bathroom and etc etc, and is affordable. There were heaps advertised, but none that I was crazy for, so I started to compromise and just apply for whatever. This process made me feel like crap. I had absolutely no joy in this process at all, and I was not exhibiting positive thoughts or feelings. I started to get more and more miserable the more that I searched. I even abandoned my original strategy and started looking for flats where everything was shared. Now, I'm nearly 30 years old. I should not be flatting at this age. I should have my shit together by now, but alas, that is not the case. Anyways, I'm focusing a bit too much on the negatives right now, so I'll just cut to the chase. There is a light at the end of this story, I promise. I had applied for a couple of those houses and then attempted to use some strategies to manifest and attract these houses to me, but I was doing it all wrong. Forced action versus inspired action. We will talk more about that shortly. So I haven't heard back from any of my applications that I've made. But then, on Thursday, my flatmate called me. Essentially, he called me to let me know that he has gotten another job in Hamilton, he's currently up north at the moment, and that we will not need to move after all. I nearly cried when he told me this, I'm being really serious. I was so happy that I didn't have to go through all of this anxiety of finding somewhere new to stay with only 500 bucks in my bank account. But then at the same time, I could have punched him or knocked his block off. But you know what? I chose gratitude as my emotion of the time. I had a little reflection after that phone call and I felt really silly. I got really caught up on things that after the fact felt really small. I was going to throw away all of my progress just because of one little speed bump in the road, which turned out to be nothing anyways. I guess that's going to be the hard thing in my law of attraction journey, trusting the process. You can't do this half-assed. If I'm going to prove whether the law of attraction and manifestation is legit or a crock of old shit, then I'm going to have to put my all into this. But another thing to note as well is that I'm just an average person. I'm still figuring this all out too, and at times it's going to get a bit messy. I do tend to exhibit perfectionism at times, and I really want my podcast to be prim and proper, but I've accepted the fact that it just isn't going to be. It's going to be a bit raw for a bit, but I think... 
that would add some value to this podcast. It's not my intention to sell snake oil on this podcast, nor is it my intention to be like an influencer and promote a skewed perception of reality. This is Manifesting Maha, the podcast. This is a chat between friends. Well, I'm doing all the talking and you're doing all the listening. What a great friend you are. I truly appreciate having you around. Anyways, let's move on to the rest of the week. So Friday, exciting Friday, on Friday evening after work, I travelled up to Tauranga for the One Love Reggae Music Festival with my friends. I was really happy because now that I didn't have to save all of my money for a new accommodation bond, I had some slack to be able to spend some money. After being negative for a few days, I was ready to let loose and have a good old time with my friends. I was so, so excited. So the festival was cancelled um, on Saturday morning. Um, this has been the second year in a row that it's been cancelled. Um, we recently have been experiencing some freak weather events, and essentially Auckland purged underwater. Auckland Airport became a lake, and 40% of the ticket holders for the One Love Festival were stuck in Auckland, as well as some of the artists. So it had to be cancelled. At the time, I had noticed my friend's devastation. I had a friend who had travelled all the way from uh, Australia to attend this, and this was the second time that was cancelled for her. But this time, I made the decision not to indulge in the negativity, but instead look for the unintended blessings that may arise from this cancellation. Kind of hard to do when it's pissing down with rain in a small town, but blessings did manifest themselves to us. There was still an after party, so we booked to attend that. Um, we set ourselves the challenge of climbing up the mountain. We devoured a really delicious kebab. We played board games and had a really chilled time and we drank a lot. And then the biggest blessing yet was that there was a last minute concert organised in Hamilton with some of the international artists. We attended that and it was absolutely amazing. I got trashed. We, at the time, exercised our ability to choose our behaviour and reactions when faced with this cancellation. We could have been salty Sally about it, but we chose not to. We looked for all of the unintended opportunities and blessings, and we went straight for it. I had the best weekend ever. Which brings me to today. I'm so exhausted and unwell. I had drunken far too much in the last few days. I had to call in sick to work today. I feel blah. Well, actually I've recovered quite a bit, but um, for the past 38 hours I have been out cold. And now we are here, one day late. During my weekend, my friends wanted to listen to this podcast. I had mentioned to them that I had started a podcast and that piqued their curiosity. So we listened to all of the episodes on our journey back to Hamilton from Tauranga. And a friend had asked me about forced actions versus inspired actions. So I want to talk about that in a bit more detail because I realised that it is a difficult subject to get your head around, and I realised that my understanding of the difference between the two was not strong enough. 
Forced action is a type of action with the intention to achieve a goal or an outcome. It takes planning, and you think of the various steps required to achieve this goal. The biggest difference between the two is that, in the words of Marie Kondo, inspired action sparks joy, whereas forced action does not. Forced action is taking the matters into your own hands in order to achieve what you want. Forced action is doing something for the sake of getting something. It's in the name forced. Let's say, for example, you want to lose 20 kilos. Forced action would be going to the gym and doing keto because that's what you believe needs to happen in order for you to lose the 20 kilos. You don't actually want to go to the gym, nor do you want to do the keto diet. But you're doing both so that you can lose the 20 kilos. You hate going to the gym. You hate dieting. But that is forced action. We can also liken going to work as a form of forced action, particularly if you don't like your current job. You go to work to get money to live but there's no joy in it. On the other hand, inspired action is more of an intuitive act. It's an instinct that can come in the form of a gut feeling or from a place of spontaneity. One really good way to encourage inspired action is through visualization. Let's revisit the weight loss example. You have made it a goal to lose 20 kilos, for example. How do you feel about being 20 kilos lighter? When you focus on these feelings and emotions, inspired action is more likely to occur. You actually want to take action and the action isn't forced. Sure, you might still end up at the gym, but it's the intention and feelings behind going to the gym that has changed. Or, on the on for another example, you could have an inspired feeling to get in contact with an old friend who is particularly fit, and the result of that action could be that you end up going to the gym together, or that your friend invites you to join their sports team. Both inspired action and forced actions are indeed both actions, but the main difference is your intentions, feelings, and emotions behind those actions. And more importantly, how aligned you are with the universe to receive the intended outcome. If you are feeling negative about going to the gym, that is forced action and you are not aligned with the universe to lose the 20 kilos. If you are excited to go to the gym and you focus on the feeling that you will have when you lose the 20 kilos, you will be more aligned with the universe to become 20 kilos lighter. So how do we get aligned with the universe? Well, from my research, it seems that there are many, many answers and that different things work for different people. But what I would suggest is focusing on your current thoughts and feelings and gauge a temperature check. What I mean by that is, how am I feeling about this right now? How am I feeling about losing the 20 kilos? If there is some hesitation, then more brain work needs to be done more imaginative work needs to be done. You might not want it enough, so get those positive feelings flowing. Imagine the skinny you 
Imagine the unintended blessings that would arise from you being skinnier. This should stir up some motivational feelings, and you should feel inspired to take a form of action. Don't do something because you have to do it. That would be pointless. Another tip I would give is do not hesitate and take action immediately. Listen to the prompts. That small voice in your head that you often dismiss. We are naturally conditioned to ignoring prompts and we tend to voyage through life on autopilot. Snap out of it. Be aware of your surroundings and look for signs. Listen to your intuition and your thoughts. If you have a sudden urge to do something, do it, even if you don't understand what the outcome would be. This is inspired action. And lastly, do not be afraid of failure. Don't focus on failure. That's a negative emotion and could set you up for guaranteed failure. Focus on winning. Whatever you want to manifest, it's already yours. Think of it like an online purchase. You've asked the universe for something, and it's yours. It's just being shipped to you right now. But it's definitely yours. Hopefully this explains forced versus inspired actions a little bit more better. I hope I haven't added too much confusion, but if you're still unsure, feel free to Google it. So this podcast is Manifesting Maha, so let's actually manifest some stuff. So far in this podcast, I've expressed that I want to manifest a $100,000 salary. I want to get to my ideal weight of 80 kilos, which is about 20 kilos less than what I currently am. I want to manifest more friends. I want to go to Japan. And that I want $10,000 in my bank account. Let's add more to this list. It's more impactful to let you guys know everything that I want so that we can manifest in real time and that I'm not just stating stuff after the fact because that would be less believable, wouldn't it? I am not a fraud. So to add to this list, I also want to manifest my master's degree with distinction. Um, That means that I need to achieve a minimum of an A grade in all 11 of my papers. I have also made the decision to get into a potential relationship this year. Now, this one is a bit of a tricky one for me because I swore off relationships when I was 19 years old. And I told myself that I wouldn't date again until I'm 30. Well, that time has come. I'm 30 in a couple of months. So let's see how that goes. I might chicken out or we'll see how it goes. I'm probably going to have to get really candid with you guys about that. I'm a very, very, very open book, but when it comes to the subject of love, I just cannot. But it'll be a journey. That's all I've got for what I want to manifest so far. As the weeks roll by, I'll obviously add more. Now, some homework for you. What are you going to manifest? Let's manifest something small together, shall we? Let's manifest a coffee. Or, for me, a Coke Zero. I don't drink coffee, but most people do. I love 
Coke Zero, like most people like coffee. So let's manifest either one, whatever is your preference. This week, within the next six days, someone is going to buy you a coffee or a Coke Zero, or either one of those is just going to appear out of the blue without you purchasing it. Think about the coffee or the Coke. Imagine tasting the sweet, sweet nectar. Imagine the happy feelings that are pouring into you right now. Believe that this is going to happen, most definitely. We have put the order out to the universe. Well, I have. I can't manifest for you, so you'll need to make your own order. And then we will receive it. I can't wait for you to receive this. This is going to be an excellent exercise. When you have manifested this successfully, please send me a message. I'd be so thrilled to hear. And once you've manifested this, honestly, the sky's the limit. That's all I have time for today. I hope you all have an amazing week. Stay safe out there. Mā and let's manifest this coffee or coke.